there's a lot of times when you have two really good teams playing each other, uh, not just in the league, but nationally as well. That's going to be the case Saturday, Sunday, and Monday when Gators softball takes on Alabama and this man, the head coach, Patrick Murphy, with his team. Patrick, good to have you. Thanks for taking the time. Hey, good morning. Shoot, it reminds me of uh, the baseball series going on there uh, in Gainesville with Arkansas in town. So yeah, yeah. Anytime you look around in any SEC sport, you're probably going to have a top 10 matchup somewhere. And, uh, you know, I guess fortunately or unfortunately for both of us it's this weekend in, <laughs> in, at Florida. Yeah. All right. One thing I always like to ask, Patrick, is if, if a fan, if a Gator fan is going to walk in uh, to Katie Seashole and has not seen your, your team play, You've played 30, I think, six games now. Uh, what, what, what's been the theme of your team? What, what is it fans will see when they watch your team play? Well, hopefully with a lot of energy and a lot of love for each other. Um, you know, we, we try to really, really play hard. Um, you know, we try to make practices harder than the game so the games seem easy. And uh, I'm not sure if that's going to happen this weekend because uh, Florida is such a quick, fast team. But, um they're resilient. They're gritty. Um, we try to bounce back if, if uh, you know, somebody scores first. We want to bounce back right away. And hopefully you're not watching somebody that's, you know, having their head down or feeling sorry for themselves. Because if you do that in this league against anybody, you're probably going to get your butt beat really quick. So um, softball and baseball are sports where you have to have a short-term memory because if you don't, 0 for 1 is going to turn into 0 for 4 really quick. No doubt. You know, one of the changes I've seen, Patrick, over the years in, in the sport of softball, you know, when I first started broadcasting games, a lot of times there was one pitcher that you just relied on. You know, she was your ace and you ran her out there and, you know, there weren't a lot of other arms. Well, you've got four different pitchers. Some teams have even more than that. Um, have you seen that, that same change? Oh, is that the way the game is now? Absolutely. And, you know, I think Florida has six, yeah. two lefties, four righties. Uh, South Carolina had seven. Um, LSU, I think, had seven. So it is definitely um, a sport that's changed in terms of roster size and roster management. Because the days, shoot, I used, when I coached at Louisiana Lafayette, we'd have 15. And two pitchers was it. That was it. One catcher. <laughs> and then we tried to piece together everything else. But that really was it. Uh, I remember one year, Louisiana Tech had a young lady that won 56 games. Wow. Uh, she was 56 and two. Yeah. Um, hell, Jackie Trainer was 42 and three in 2012. That's, that's really unheard of nowadays, too. But um, I think what people don't realize is we are, we're getting, we're not there yet, but we're getting, the way of baseball of a short relief, a long relief, a closer, a lefty versus lefty, you know, maybe a good right-handed curveball versus right-handed hitter. Um, it's getting close to that. And I think what comes with that is, you know, we're still at only 12 scholarships. I know baseball has 11.7 and I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. So I would be in favor of them going up to because that's one of the things I think the NCA really, really needs to look at right now because those scholarship limits were set 30 years ago. And, you know, both of us have been talking about how many pitchers are on a roster. It just does not make sense nowadays um, to have the 12. 
So anyway, another soapbox, another day. Um, but I definitely agree with you. That's the way it's going. And you'll see, um, you know, we have four right now. They're all righties. I wish I had a lefty just for something different. Um, but they're, it's, they're, I wouldn't say rare, but it's hard to find um, a good left-handed pitcher in softball. Hmm. I had a, an email from somebody, and I think this is a fantastic question. So, Coach, I'm, they wanted me to ask you. They said Florida's got a couple of really good base stealers, and because of the rules in softball about when you can leave a base, his question is, how do you defend against the stolen base with the rules in place? Well, you know, the rule is you cannot leave the base until the ball leaves the pitcher's hand. So there's no, like, leadoffs in softball. Um, so it is a very um, athletic move because umpire, the umpire is literally standing behind you four feet away. And he's staring at the pitcher and he's staring at the runner, or she, to see if you've left early. And there, there are a lot of leaving earlies where, you know, you go way too fast and some umpires will miss it and some will call it. But it's always in the back of my mind, if, I, if I'm a base stealer and I'm thinking, God, I can't leave early here, he's staring at me, I'm probably not going to. So I think it's a little more um, technical than in baseball. Obviously, you can throw over in baseball. You don't do that in softball. But, um, you know, to get that perfect timing jump is the key. And I always tell my girls, if you don't get that jump, you don't go. So hmm. if I give you the steal – and you feel like you're not getting a jump, don't go because you're probably going to get thrown out. So it, it's, you know, bases are 60 feet. They're 90 feet in baseball. Um, it takes basically a perfect throw. If you've got a quick kid, it takes a perfect throw from the catcher to either the shortstop or the second base to get you out. And, you know, I know we've had great base stealers too. And the percentage usually of a team that steals is over 80% successful. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I'll take 80% because I don't think anybody's right. going to hit 800. Yeah, you know? darn right. So. And, by, and by the way, Coach's team is 46 of 58, stealing bases. Um, I've always respected you and Tim. I mean, this is a, this is a big rivalry. It, it's a, it's a, but I think it's a good, healthy rivalry where each team respects the other. Am I correct in saying that? Absolutely. That's a, I hope that's with him, but that's definitely with me. And, you know, somebody asked me the other day, um, when was the last time that somebody other than Florida or, or Alabama didn't win the SEC? And actually it was last year when Arkansas tied with Florida. But up until then, I think it was like the last 12 championships were either in Gainesville or Tuscaloosa. And um, that's pretty incredible, too, for a sport with so much parity now. And, you know, let me say – I think right now all 13 schools with the coaching staff that they have, it's the best we've ever had wow. around all across the league. I think everybody has a perfect storm going, the facilities, the, the athletes, the coaches, and the support from the schools right now is the best it's ever been. So, you know, anytime anybody can beat anybody in this league, but I really think that the coaches that each school has, um, they're in a really good spot. I will end with this, Coach. Uh, defensively, you're at 980. That's a pretty good number. Are you satisfied with the way you defend? Yeah, and, you know, I think Florida's ahead of us. So you're going to see probably the two best defensive teams in the league. Um, 
there, you know, when I look, when you look back and you're always, you know, as a coach, you're like, golly, why didn't we make that play? And um, it's usually one of those just simple little plays that you take your eye off the ball or, you know, you think too fast and you're looking ahead to the next play and then boom, you bobble a ball. But this has been one of our best defensive teams uh, we've had in a long, long time. And we've got two freshmen that start almost all the time. We've got two freshmen or the two transfers, uh, Tennessee and Ohio State, that play all the time. Um, you know, so it, it's been really, really a fun group to, to coach. Very athletic. And um, hopefully we'll play high-level defense all weekend. Should be fun. Gators in Bama Saturday, Sunday, and Monday over at KDC Show Presley Stadium. Our thanks to Alabama coach Patrick Murphy for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you, Coach. Hey, always, anytime, and uh, you're always welcome up in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> All right, thank you, Patrick. I appreciate that.